welcome to episode 50 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Wow, episode 50 got here Yeah, really fast. Has it been that long? <laughs> has, has it yeah, been? it's been that long. We recorded our first episode right where we're sitting, but gosh, over like, maybe to over two years ago. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was over two years ago. Oh, and, did, oh wow. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we made the rookie mistake. Uh, if you go back to episode one, Jeez. you'll listen to us with me coming in on the left stereo channel and now like on the right because we somehow <laughs> didn't know how to podcast. Oh, that's uh yeah. So we we made a, we made a little bit of progress since then, a little um, bit, a tiny yeah, bit, but not much. We 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 kind of know what we're doing now, as yeah. opposed to not at all know. What I we're know. Doing. So we're we're halfway to one hundred. Yeah. 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 So that's the way to look at it. Uh, we're halfway there. <laughs> Only halfway <laughs> we, there. Mile thirteen we've, of we've, the marathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you if you've listened from episode one to now. Thank you for listening, being a loyal listener. We certainly value that. For those of you who are more recently joining us, thank you for being new listeners. Um, stick around to the end of the podcast, and we're actually going to get into a little thank you giveaway that we're doing in honor of episode 50. That's at the very end, so that means you're forced to listen to episode 50. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's, uh, let's jump into uh, some hobby progress. All right. So what have you done? What have I, Yeah, what have I done? Um, still, still working on the uh, Death Guard Marines. It's slow going, but it's progress. Yeah. I have m all the metals on pretty much at this point. I've washed the metals in Reckland Flesh Shade. I'm washing it in Agrax Earth Shade. And uh, then what's left are all the viscera and gore. That's, that's pretty much what's left. And then there'll be like final touch-up details, like little clean-up things and here and there. But these, um, these five... Uh, Death Guard Marines are just taking a long time. They're looking good. I'll probably post a picture of the progress as it is now. Um, and they look really good alongside that uh, fetid blow drone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the Captain Terminator armor and the guy with the baby face. Baby face. And then the guy yeah. with the, the bells. They look bells. They look good. They look, look very thematic. Um, no, yeah, they, they do look great. Thus but that's far. Um, that's kind of it. Apart from that, I've just been organizing my bits boxes a bit and uh, consolidating. Turns out that I have a lot of boxes that I had done all the principal like individual figures for, mm -hmm. but I had all these extra sprues of bits, and I just had a bunch of boxes that contained sp sprues. Like, mm. yeah. So eventually, I'm gonna have to cut them down and put them all in my bits box, organized. Right. Yeah. But then, but a lot of what I consider, you know, sort of related to hobby activity is to just like deal with my sprues and bits. Right. So I got like in the, in the recycle, there's all these empty, empty boxes, empty now. Warhammer boxes. Cause I just sort of like dealt with them. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting to see if you find anything uh, cool. Well, you know how we were building the uh, Inquisimunda or the um, Inquisitor sort of like war band. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 doing that kind of like cleaning up and organizing that gets your mind racing because you notice now all of this you know cool little bits you have that you yeah. otherwise wouldn't use. Like sure. all these towel bits, I literally have tons of towel parts. Like if I ever wanted to create some sort of random towel rogue force, yeah, I can probably put something cool together. And I have all of these astromilitarium bits, and I have all of these um, ast what do you call it the the mechanical dudes. Astra, no, Adeptus um, Mechanicus. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I love combining the the guard with the you know Mechanicus dudes because they create really weird John no, Blanchard yeah, yeah. kind of things. Um, but that's the benefit is that you start getting ideas about you know putting together weirdo armies and stuff, sure. thematic stuff. And now that the Astra Militarum is sort of embracing all of the uh, outside chapters or the outside, uh, um, they're not factions, they're not legions. What are they? Wait, wait, are no, you referring to Astra, Astra Militarum? You're referring, you mean regiments? Regiments! Oh my god. Okay. Uh, Chaos has legions. Hey, uh. <laughs> Space Marines have chapters. <laughs> Guard has regiments. All right. I'm, I've forgotten everything. That, that's strike two there, buddy. I, uh, <laughs> I've forgotten more than you know. <laughs> it's been 50 episodes. <laughs> right yeah. uh anyway i can tell now all right um, so so basically uh doing a little hobby organization has been part of my hobby progress for this week and that's kind of it yeah all right that's it so not much to report there not much 
Okay. Okay. All right. Let's Keep move on. Short. Let's move on. Uh, news and rumors. Big yeah. news. Chapter approved is coming. Yeah. Next week, pre-orders for chapter approved. That's going to bring all kinds of points changes. And the salt is flowing already. That, that Really? Yeah. Because there's, well, I mean, there's been a leak of all of the points changes. Oh. Like the Tau Supremacy Armor. Mm-hmm. Double. <laughs> yeah literally just double like i think it went from double. 750 points to 1500 points whoa yeah so whoa like the 20 dudes out there that have tau supremacy that right on reddit are all upset yeah yeah there's been point changes to most of the armies but not all of them because some armies like Blood Angels are about to get their codex dropped. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. So, so they so. didn't they didn't need to update them. Yeah, because they're about to get new codexes. But the their tears flowing for some people, and other people are saying there's some necessary changes. Like Bobby G got more expensive. Celestine got more expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pretty powerful units, so I can imagine. Yeah, a price hike on them. I, yeah, it's it's gonna be very interesting. I'm I'm mostly. I'm sort of interested in the points changes. I don't really manage. I don't really. I'm not concerned about that too much. I'm more currently. I'm more concerned about uh, what they're going to release in terms of missions and supplements and stuff lots like of it. That. Apparently, it's yeah. full of it. It's like new battlefields, a whole bunch of new missions that are both Eternal War and yeah. Maelstrom. Yeah, just a bunch of little tweaks and suggestions for how to play the game differently and better. And 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 it's stuff like that that keeps things, you know, keeps it interesting. Really, I mean, right? Like you, we'll adjust to the point changes. Yeah, we'll adjust. It's, we'll it's just, like they make different armies, but yeah, you know. And if you went all out and constructed your army all around Bobby G, being but, certain mount, you know. Yeah, but what's the point of what's the point of tweaking if the game itself gets like boring? Right, right, right. So you have to add some sort of interest, which is uh, which is why we were raving about the cards before, um, the, the mission cards, cards, the open yeah. war cards. Yeah. And so I'm really interested to see what this will add uh, to the game. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff from yeah. uh, including some changes to narrative play and open play. Like one of the things mm-hmm. they're adding to open play is build your own land raider. Like that's yeah. yeah that you start off with so, like that's so, a transport capacity, and as you tack on weapons, that shrinks down the transport capacity all the way to zero. But you could have like an eight Lazcan <laughs> land raider if you wanted. That's so bizarre. Oh, wait, it was an eight. And then now I was looking at the design of the land raider. Right. I'm not sure if they can. Are you sure that's eight land? No, nah, it was six or six or eight. I think it was, I, I think I, it was like I think it's I think like it three. Mac, I, it's three twin las cannons. I think is the max. I could be wrong on that though. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll wrong. see. We'll see. We'll find out. I don't, I don't have interesting, fun concept though. Yeah. Uh, for every for everyone who's you know Fr- space frontline points. gaming has a review of it, and I love frontline gaming. So let me let me just say that okay. I like okay. I think Reese and Frankie are great, and they've added um, so much to our hobby. And everything they do. However, they're working closely with Games Workshop right yeah. now. Right? Yeah. So I, I don't, and anything that's, you know, written by somebody from Frontline Gaming that's a review is likely to be something very positive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not a lot of critiques or hard hitting analysis, I would imagine, more a focus on the things that are cool about the new release. Yeah. Because they are, you know, closely hand in hand with they're in cahoots. Yeah, but it's not. I don't, I don't see it as like a negative thing because you know you can't trust the media, Dad. I just, <laughs> I just, I'm not going to look at them to like you know basically bring the harsh light of you know <laughs> reality to sure. any release. Sure, they're just going to focus on the positive and not necessarily mention the negative stuff. Yeah, but I, they already have a review of chapter approved. And it's, of course, very yeah. positive sounding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I expect that I'm going to love it. I expect that, it, that there's stuff in there that I'll probably, you know, most like more than not like, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, I would hope so. I would hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Yeah. It, I'm it, over. It, 40K is done. 40K. Huh? This, is, this, this is not worth it anymore. <laughs> Chapter proof ruined it. <laughs> no, no. There's likely some, some, you know, stuff that make the game even better. But, but. I just don't think that Frontline Gaming's review of the chapter-approved um, book right now is probably the most objective, is all I'm going to say. Right? <laughs> sure. And I and I love those guys. Sure. I love those guys. But still, I that that's I'll wait for other um, 
until more people get their hands on them before. And then don't yeah. go to Reddit and get, because it's just like the worst of the worst kind that's, of commentary there. Yeah, that's, that's very. Anybody, anybody who lost anything is you know, now, is now very all, upset. All, okay. All right. The other, the other release that's coming out um, on, from what I understand, it's December 9th, but next week you can pre-order it, is the Blood Angels Codex. Your babies. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. About Your children. Yeah, my children of the night. They're back. We are the children of the night. We are the blood angels. <laughs> In all their Schumacher armor glory. <laughs> They're back. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? They're adding some things to for like the first time in a long time. They're actually adding some units to the blood angels. They're, yeah, because they're, they're adding, adding the, the primary stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So the, the aggressors and the uh, hell blasters and the inceptors and all this stuff. So they're, they're getting at it officially. But they're also getting like the Stormhawk Interceptor. They already had, they, I don't think they even had access to the Storm Talon, but now they've got access to the Storm Talon and the Stormhawk. So, so it's basically just Sidic Earthing. A little bit more, yeah. A it's little it, bit it, it's introducing the yeah. stuff that's already been Now, I don't know if they get, if they get, you know, what do you call it? The Thunderfire Cannons, that would be cool. Or Centurions, that would be cool. Blending to Centurions would be cool, right? That's, I would imagine that would be... I don't know why they have. I, I don't know, know why, why they, they don't. They don't. It's I don't weird. Know but then again, other chapters don't get their um, assault cannon tank. You know. Yeah. The ball but, predator. Yeah, but I mean, it's made on ball. It. <laughs> it's made on ball. <laughs> That's right. Um, I don't need a centurion. I got. It's made on. It's made on ball. See? It's made on ball. It, yeah. Yeah. Come. 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 The ball and get your own. Get your own. <laughs> you want yeah. one? You know where to find us. You, you <laughs> We're under that horde of tyrannids right now. This is um, this is a this is a bad bit in every sense of the word. Nothing. It's nothing, not a bit. That's the sad part. It's not a bit. Okay. No, nothing about that worked. Yeah. But anyway, there there are some new models coming out too. Um, they're going to be Blood Angel specific Primaris intercessors, which are the sure. you know super Bolter Marines. The primaris, <laughs> what? The super bolters. They've got like stronger bolters. Oh, and if I said super bowl marines, <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna make football style? Now, yeah. Are they gonna make football in conjunction with players? the NFL? <laughs> super bowl marines. <laughs> are they gonna like it's combination their, of blood bowl and warhammer? Are they gonna call their plays as they as they shoot? That would be cool. A NFL themed. Um, Warhammer Army. Headshot at seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Primaris Intercessors, Primaris Hellblasters, Primaris Aggressors are all getting the Blood Angels treatment. And I got to say, that Primaris Aggressors box looks awesome. Yeah. yeah they I'd look say. freaking awesome. Uh, in, in red. Awesome. I like I like everything except, and I've never liked this about the Blood Angels Army, the yeah. blue helmets for the i agree any devastators or any kind of like yeah, heavy weapons dudes it just, blue, it yeah it uh, looks bad yeah. uh, you know i refuse to do i i started off being very loyal to the paint schemes at first yeah and so i i painted blue helmets for my devastators and i quickly realized it just looks ugly it doesn't look good so i'm i've you know my my new color scheme for my blood angels are gold helmets yeah right that's so good. that's cool yeah and I know if you're in the Devastator, like the Marines, like they know. They know. They get they're, they're, Look at them. Yeah. They're like Devastator. Hold, you're holding a Laz cannon. You're the only, you're the only like group in, in the, they're like, you're, only, you're the few groups in the army who are all holding very large guns. <laughs> right. They, think for like a second and go, oh yeah. 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 Are you a Bolter Marine? Are you like an infantry? You, you tactical? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you a, a these assault? Aren't the, these aren't the dumbass Marines. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different faction. <laughs> the dumbass Marine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, why did that make us laugh? I don't know. You don't just know. said dumbass Marines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the audience is leaving in droves. 
<laughs> Why did that make us laugh? I don't know. What did you laugh? Now laughing at you. Uh, sure, oh let's God. get. <laughs> <laughs> all right well, well, <laughs> why are you blaming on me the codex is not coming out anytime soon for the dumbass, <laughs> for the dumbass. <laughs> all right not to be confused with the angry marines okay all right so blood angels coming out uh, the week after okay. that there'll be pre-orders for uh, dark angels and i think they're supposed to come out december 16th those guys <laughs> yeah but i never have liked the look of the dark angels so i'm not gonna get them sure yeah, yeah. uh medieval <laughs> dumbass robes <laughs> yeah yeah sorry dark angels players i just don't i don't, I don't get your aesthetic I'm sorry dark angels players i just called your army dumbasses <laughs> sorry uh i apologize oh my god all right all right this is the final episode obviously <laughs> yeah we're done it's, yeah we're done it's no over. no no we're not done okay okay all right any other rumors no, uh, just a lot of, uh, back to chapter proof for a second. A lot of the chapter, a lot of the point values have to do with forge world units. <laughs> yeah, sure. so um, sure, yeah. be ready to make adjustments there, probably for good reasons. But also because the forge world books, the, the, the initial books, like were full of typos and just like rushed out the door. So I think there's a lot of, you know, making up to do. Uh, in terms of correcting that yeah they really uh, they i'm not sure how much time they gave them but uh yeah i imagined quickly thinking of uh points equivalents for the new system and then just like oh just rush get them out just get them out i don't right. care whatever and, and then things were like like the malefic lords that looks big 500 you know, those those psychers those 30 point psychers that were like all over the place they're now 80 points which is ah uh, yeah exactly yeah, so right. you're not gonna have that that many okay all right so uh so let's move on from news and rumors well, let's talk about yesterday's game for a second. Yesterday's so, game. Yeah. So we we oh, we, yeah. we, <laughs> we dusted the sh uh, we uh, basically blew the, blew the dust off of X Wing. Yeah. We, we mentioned it on a, on a prior podcast, and so last night we decided to play a little X Wing, and I love that game. It's great. Oh no, it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. We we like we haven't stayed with the meta, so we have no idea what, whether it's the ninth, tenth, or twentieth wave of new ships. Yeah. Out there, I'm sure some of you some of you play it's quite fun it, yeah, yeah the fact is. that you get to you get to basically outfit your little armada of fighters and go out and try to kill the other dudes yeah awesome it's great i always play rebel and you always play i always play empire i know i always have to be the bad guy you, always, you do always have to be the bad guy because well, well, they, they always have the coolest outfits <laughs> yeah they do they do like they that's do. that's the that's the thing with like villain they always they always look the coolest right always consistently and as a kid that and the heroes like, always look like they're trying too hard <laughs> I know, right? They don't. They don't have. There's no consistency in uh, their yeah, outfit. Yep. They, they're all right. again. They're the rebel scum have no like, or, or when they do have uniforms, they're lame, like weirdly wedge kind of wedge shaped yeah, helmets, helmets, which just they look dumb. Yeah, uh, yeah. and they're like it's kind of light blue shirts yeah. and dumb vests. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It, it doesn't but the, work. the empire's got like cool, like cool white. All white armor. That's not practical, but it's cool. It's cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, the helmets are have a sort of a weird design, but they're distinctive and they look good and menacing, despite them all being idiots. Um, and bad shots. And well, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, they have the they have objectively the coolest guy in the entirety of the Star Wars canon, Darth Vader. Who's just the? He just right. looks great. Everything about him works. Right. Uh, the samurai inspired armor and all that. He, they just look great. They're terrible people. Sure. They're all they're all terrible. But, but I mean, as a like, especially as a kid, how could you not look at those guys and go, "Wow, no, those I don't." That's, I want to be those guys. I want to. I want to show up for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Galactic Empire. All right. So you played the Empire yesterday. And Boba Fett. How, I didn't even forget. Tell me. Tell us about your little armada. I, I had five TIE fighters. Five TIE fighters. That, 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 I mean, that, I mean, they had some upgrades and all, but that's right. all you really need to know. I had I had one K wing fighter, which is a fighter that I bought like probably like, when it first came out, like over a year ago. Yeah. And I have not ever played it. So the first time I played it yesterday, I I had a B wing fighter. Yep. And then I had Luke Skywalker and an X wing. So that was my little um, like again, no theme to it. It just kind of like rando ships. But then that's the rebels. The rebels are always bringing rando whatever ships. ships are available, right? Yeah. Um, so it was three ships to your five Tie Fighters. You, yeah, and I kind of wiped you out. Yeah, yeah that was bad. <laughs> uh, I wiped you out. Turns out that I, I well, my dice were on fire. 
they were I was I was just shooting like you know, every time I well, shot I was we'll revisit that uh, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that comment yeah exactly a little later on yeah uh um, yeah it was fun it was fun yeah uh, the fact that you can you know do dog fights and space with the little x-wing with the little uh, Star Wars uh fighters is super cool so if you haven't tried X-Wing, go and pick up the original game. It's like under 40 bucks. No, yeah, it's, it's great. And it's awesome. So much fun. It's really fun. Okay. All right. All right. All right, let's move on. Okay, so we wanted to uh, take a little time and talk about our 50th episodes and some interesting uh, stats and things. All right, so here, let me um, let me pull up the, the stat machine. What do you think are, are some of the countries in the top Top 10 countries that listen to the Eye of Terror podcast. Top 10? Top 10 of the top 10. Right. Uh, I'm going to guess. What do you think number one is? U.S. Of course, the U.S. far and away. All right, next. U.K.? Yes, yeah. U.K. All right, next. I don't know, one of the European countries. Uh, uh, not exactly. Really? It's something, is it something unexpected? Like, Think English-speaking countries. Australia? That would be fourth. Okay. Think mostly English. Canada. Speaking. Canada, exactly. Okay. So Canada was three. Australia is four. Number five is kind of odd. Our what is fifth most listening country since the start of the show. Japan. Sweden. 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 The Swedes. After that is Germany. High side. Okay. And then France. All right. And then the Netherlands. The Netherlands. Oh, okay. Finland. All right. And then finally Mexico. I thought Mexico would be a little higher, yeah, but no, apparently not. All right, are we? And then, and then, out of the top fifty countries, like we have, we have the Russian Federation, we've got South Africa, Republic of Korea. I, uh, did you Ukraine. say North Korea? Well, no, the Republic of Korea. So that would be South Korea. No, I, I thought I thought you said North Korea. I was like, what, huh? <laughs> no. Where are you getting? Where are you getting that from? <laughs> uh, North Korean propaganda. Austria's in here. India's in here. To, I thought, okay, the bottom of the list, the most that. Um, SoundCloud, the most stats that they will provide is the top 50 countries. So there could be more countries than 50 that listen to the show. Sure. All right. Uh, at the bottom of the list is Ecuador. Come on, Ecuador. Hi. Oh, hi. Only nine people have listened to Ecuador. Hi, <laughs> the nine people from Ecuador who yeah. listen to this. Ecuador, Gu- Guatemala, and Lebanon are the bottom three countries. But nonetheless, we thank you for listening. Muchas gracias, Ecuador y Guatemala. <laughs> okay top top cities top cities cities oh cities yeah um well okay it's gonna be u.s cities for top cities wrong no wrong um, london yes london oh. is the top city among cities it is the top city hi the londoners hello uh, london uh and then what do you think uh okay what do you think next are the next uh cities okay now we're getting into american cities yes yeah american cities the next uh, two are American cities. Not New York. No. Lots. That's not even that's not even down the list for yeah. like a a long way down. Los. Los Angeles is actually number three. Los Angeles is number three. Number mm-hmm. two is You're not gonna guess. I'm okay then. Chicago. Huh. Yeah, right. Chicago Hi. is the number two most listening city huh. for our podcast. Hello, people from Chicago. All right, so it's uh, London, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Mountain View. All, all the uh, nerds over at Google. Okay. Listen to us. Hi, nerds. Hi, nerds. Uh, San Jose, again, all more right. Silicon Valley folks. Then Toronto, and then San oh. Antonio, and then Edmonton, and then St. Paul. <laughs> then St. Paul. Okay. And then finally, like, it's Santa Monica after that. That city where we're from. It's not even in the top that's, 10. That's, that's so weird. Yeah, kind of weird. Right. The bottom city of the stats that we can t- see is Fort Worth. Fort Worth. There's still a lot of listens from Fort Worth. It's, just, it's, it's in the 50th city. Well, hello, um, just, just above Oslo. Just below just, Oslo. Just Norway. below Oslo. Oslo, Norway. <laughs> right. Hi, Norway. Uh, yes. Your black metal scene scares me, I must say. <laughs> of, uh, of Oslo? <laughs> All right, so we want to thank some of our top listeners, though. Uh, so we've got basically uh, some people who have been listening for a long time. They listen to a lot of episodes, and based on their uh, listen count, there's no way they could listen to one episode. It, it, that would be basically 50 listens, right? If you listen to each episode once, mm-hmm. these people have listened to the each episode literally multiple times. Like they have hundreds of listens. 
So there are our super listeners. And this is just based huh. on based this is just based on SoundCloud. So it's possible that through Apple or through Google or through Stitcher or some other thing, we, we might be missing somebody. But based on our SoundCloud listenership, the number one listener is a guy by the name of Dashekta. The what? Dashekta. 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 Okay. Um, hi, Dashekta. Hi, Dashekta. But he's like he's like far and away twice as more than the next person. I, like, I, like listens like. Well, well, Dashekta, I I don't know why you decided to he, do this with yourself like average, and with your time, but he, he, thank thank you. Yeah, on, I mean, on an thank average, you. he listens to each episode seven times. Why? <laughs> yeah. So thank you, thank you very it, much. Uh, next is Erica Baca. So Erica, Erica is actually written to the show. So yeah. thank you, Erica. I know you work late nights and that you listen to Alec and I talk about funny things. So thank you for being a loyal listener. Next, we have uh, Matthew Biksha. 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 B-I-E-K-S-H-A. Matthew Biksha. And then uh, somebody by the username of The Vesh. The Veshes. The Veshes. Yeah. And then there's Michael Ellison. Nate Gehring, Sean Mack, Matthew Soresby, Jack Gind, Josh Wolfhart. All of these are some of our top listeners. So thank you for listening. You've all listened to each episode more than once. More than once. So, I wow. don't know. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's uh yeah. it's very impressive sitting through this more than once. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Especially when we get our ten minute laughing uh, <laughs> modes. We we didn't we couldn't even justify this this one. No, it was just dumb. <laughs> You know, sometimes things strike you as funny and you can't yeah. help it. That's good. I, I mean, it I mean, we're human. but even, even in the other ones, we were able to build off of the bit, like the Birdman, like the Birdman <laughs> thing, like a car. Right. There was like, there was funny scenarios to that. This was just, this was just us saying the dumbass chapter <laughs> and then laughing about it for like a full right. minute, hysterically. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was this just. This is why people listen to the show. <laughs> and just ridiculous moments like that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We will. We want to thank you all for being uh, loyal listeners and stuff. Um, so, if you guys have comments about how to make the show better, or just want to say hi, um, please feel free to send us an email. We're available at the Eye of Terror Podcast at gmail .com. We also have a Facebook page, and you can visit us there. Okay, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back. We're going to get into our battle report, which pits 50 guardsmen against one Imperial Knight. Again, we wanted to play something special for our 50th episode. Something special, yeah. Not just do a regular battle report. Just do something a little different. X little against different. Y. Make it a little... Right? So we've been having fun up. with all these new formats and new ways of playing. So we thought, what what more interesting way to play than to basically play a game of Ogre? Ogre. <laughs> using 40K rules. You, you might need to explain that one. Yeah, Ogre is a Steve Jackson game where yeah. a giant super tank faces off against infantry and regular tanks and, you know, hovercraft. Yeah. It's like one of the first available little miniature board games that you could get in like a little, uh, you know, plastic, you know. You still have case. a plastic bag, right? Yeah, I have a little plastic bag. It's not the original one. Uh -huh. um, I, I got it on eBay as a reprint, mm. but it is a classic Steve Jackson game and one of the early games that got me into wargaming. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved it because it's so simple. It's just one giant tank one bristling giant with tank. weapons, yep. trying to enter one part of the map and then exit at the opposite end. And then you know, against that, you have infantry, and you've got like missile tanks, and then you've got raider tanks, yep. and then you've got like hovercraft and blah blah blah. And it's basically the the one against many scenario, right? Yeah, one giant thing. And you can either stop the tank by either blowing up its treads or just trying to blow it up. 
Yeah. And, the, and the tanks like crammed to the teeth with all kinds of super weapons. So we cre- recreated it. We decided to recreate. So we decided. So we thought it would be funny to do fifty guardsmen guards <laughs> against one, one day, against one, one night, one night, right? Imperial night. So the rules were that it would be one basic night, and we happen to have one night errant. Yep. He's the one with the uh, um, Reaper chainsword and the thermal cannon. Yep. Right. And how many points is he? 430, I think. 430 points. So we thought we'd give the guard a, a little bit of a fighting chance and give them 500 points. Yeah. Okay. But primarily they were supposed to bring infantrymen. Yeah. It was supposed to be a fight of the infantrymen versus a, a knight. Knight. Right. And we and then we, the whoever was going to play guard would get a chance to actually set up the map. Okay. Yeah. Thinking that it was like um, tower defense. Yeah, yeah. It was gonna be like a, like it's gonna like tower defense. Yeah. So we're playing ogre meets tower defense meets forty k. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That. That's the pitch. That's the pitch. That's, that's the pitch, the pitch in the room. <laughs> so we decided that I was gonna play guard, mm-hmm. and that Alec would play the knight. Now I. I, I thought it was a fighting chance for the guard. We we both kind of thought that the guard were the underdogs here, right? Yeah. I mean, the knight, it just got devastating weapons. The Reaper Chainsword, it has its titanic feet. It has its thermal cannon. Yeah. Um, and it was, because it's a super heavy, it gets to um, disengage from assaults and then move and still shoot, right? And, and, and beyond that, I mean, the guard themselves have pretty sort of this, these were baseline guardmen, not veterans, so they had pretty unreliable shooting. Right. Um, they four up and all that. Uh, they easily died, and while they could, they can, and they, and they couldn't even really necessarily stall movement via assault. Via assault, because when you fall back, you can just go as a super heavy. You can just go over models, and you aren't really impeded in any significant sense because you can still shoot and advance if you want. Right. As long um, as there was space for that base, um, yeah, you could just fine. step over these guys. You just step over. Yeah. So it was a it was a uphill battle yeah. for the guardsmen. Okay. So um, so here's here's my list. Here's my guard list. I took a company commander. Mm-hmm. Okay. He had a plasma pistol and a chainsword. And that's it. And then I had a lord commissar with a power fist and a plasma pistol. I then took five five squads of guardsmen. All armed with las guns, just basic stock, you know. Except that one in each arm, one in each infantry unit had a plasma gun. Okay, so there was nine las guns and one yeah. plasma gun in each each unit. Yeah, and then I took two heavy weapon squads, each consisting of three las cannons. So that means I had six las cannons on the field. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was my army. All right, what was your army? <laughs> A knight errant. Yeah. <laughs> with the thermal gun and the train sword and the whatnot. Chain sword. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I set up the train. We had a four by four board. The knight was to enter in one corner and then exit the other opposite corner. Yeah. Right? So I literally set it up like tower defense. I set up the terrain with buildings and stuff so that the knight was kind of kind of going to get shuttled through a corridor of death. Mm-hmm. Of that was, that was guardsman the plan. death. Right? Yeah. With, with like twists and turns so that you couldn't go straight. You know, if at all possible, so that he'd have to like turn around and stuff, and I put terrain everywhere. So it was really kind of fun setting up. That was that was like literally half the battle, like setting it up so that you wouldn't be able to just use your twelve inch or ten inch, you know, movement, and then just like run out the other end. Sure, because you, you could have done that. You could have just advanced, advanced, advanced every single time. Yeah, but, but I, there, I made it. Were, I made it difficult there, for there, you to do that. There, there are barriers to doing that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Not not the least of which were six last cannons. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then, um, and then we decided to that the guard. I mean, these guys were going to come in in one corner, so the guard all set up, and we created a twelve-inch bubble from the entrance of the, the deployment zone of the night. Yeah. And so I set up uh, two units of guardsmen, pretty much one right behind the other, right at the twelve-inch marker. So that's the first thing the night was going to face was basically twenty guardsmen, and then off to the right of the uh, of the night. On an elevated, on a sky shield landing pad, were another um, infantry squad with their plasma gun, and then in, in in and amongst the two units of guardsmen was a commissar to keep them in order. And then from an elevated position, I set up another unit of guardsmen 
so that they can sort of fire down on the night if they got through the um, the the guys on the ground. And then the way in the back on buildings with the company commander, so mm-hmm. you give them orders, were the two units of the heavy weapon squads. So I had six last cannons in the back. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was my that was my deployment. I deployed in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, was... so we rolled off to see who would go first. Yeah. Okay. And uh you went first. I went, went first. first. Okay, so what'd you do? I moved twelve inches. I <laughs> shot at uh, a squad of uh guardsmen. I killed maybe like one. Mm, yes. I killed I killed you one. Killed shooting, one. You killed which one. Was underwhelming. And then I killed the rest in combat. You're uh, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, sure. You, you munched them. Well, you didn't just kill them. You literally used your Titanic feet. To, I, I to, stomped them. To stomp them. So I, uh, an entire unit of uh, into a fine infantry just paced. Yeah, just ground them to the ground by the giant feet of the night uh, in the yeah. first one. So <laughs> first blood and 10 dudes dead right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Okay. My first round of shooting resulted in uh, me basically taking down the night by three three wounds. Yep. Right. Um, it was I, two of my plasma gunners blew themselves up. Yes. Because <laughs> yes, they, they over did. they overcharged. Yes, they did. Knights are toughness eight. Yep. Right. So I was basically the only my last guns were only going to be able to wound on a six. So I had that's why I had the plasma gunners in there. And it, they, they had to overcharge in order to try to get, you know, to that four wound up. on a four up. Right. Yeah. So it was worth it. And they were in rapid fire range. So I thought it was, you know, why not? Let's give it a shot. But. Two of my plasma gunners died that turn, so that was not that was not good. But I ended up doing three wounds on the night, and uh, I assaulted the night at the end of it. Yes, you did. Yeah, not doing any additional wounds. Nope, nope, yeah. nope. Okay, uh, turn two. Turn two, uh, and, and you can tra- and this is where I can trace this going a little wrong because <laughs> yeah. I jumped over your uh, dudes who assaulted me. Yep. Um, she, I I killed five of them, I believe, in combat. Yeah. Yeah, during the during the last round, you killed you killed five of them. Yeah, I killed five of them in combat, which was underwhelming in and of itself. But you know, right. And then I fired the my Melta at your one of your heavy weapon squads, and for some reason, I only killed one of them because I rolled three hits. Two no, it was two hits. It was two hits, two wounds, and then uh, for the D six wounds, I rolled a one for one of them, so only. A one and a two. And a one and a two. So, so one died and one had one is at half health. Right. Uh, so you only killed one of the bases. Which is which is really bad because <laughs> those are yeah. Laz cannons and I got lucky like the first time because they shot terribly. Yeah, I kind of missed with all my Laz cannons in the first turn. Yeah, it was, it was real bad. Yeah. But that's the biggest threat to me. And it just didn't die to something that should have easily killed like all like an entire squad in like one go. It shouldn't have had that much trouble. Right. But there you go. There we go. You killed you killed one last cannon. Yeah. Okay. So in my turn two, the the uh, guardsmen kind of were running behind the knight. <laughs> so like, yeah. they ran up behind the knight, two units of them, and uh, I sh- kept shooting at it. Between the uh, the guardsmen's las guns, plasma guns, and the las cannons, I ended up taking down the knight f- uh, all the way down to I think sixteen wounds. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, and that what it was mostly the las cannons. It was mostly the las cannons. It was a couple of uh, a couple of wounds were, from the plasma and the yeah. las guns. I rem- yeah, because I kept failing all my little armor rolls against your las guns for some reason. Like when there was whenever there I was like, oh, there's two dice here. I would always fill one of the free ups, which was just weird. Yeah, but yeah, you, between between all of that, you did reduce me to sixteen wounds, but it was mostly the las cannons. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Right. Then in assault, I didn't do any any damage. And, no, that was that was and generally. You, you killed another five or six guys, I think. Yeah, again, it was only, it was only five. It should have been like. Yeah, usually, again, yeah, you only killed five guys. You yeah, should have killed like nine or or all of eight, them or all yeah all. Right. I mean, not necessarily even all. I mean, averages it should have been around eight, seven, yeah, something like that. But I kept getting five kills. Yeah weird bodies were piling up uh, bodies were piling i mean don't get me wrong there was still like there's still significant guard death there was yeah there was, there was there lots were, of bodies that there were, were lots of bodies yeah 
just not enough of them. No, nowhere near enough. The third turn rolls around, I run away again, and I kill the remaining two. Last cannon. Uh, which should have died. Uh, in the prior turn. Very much behind schedule in terms of, in terms <laughs> right. of murder rates. Yeah, and then I and I did took some pot shots at your uh, with with my heavy stubber at your guardsman who always like who always saved like I would hit and then they would always save against the dumb with a like heavy stubber. It wasn't even that big of a deal. You always, always hit with your heavy stubber, and then I always been my five up armor. Yeah, that was like every single time. Yeah, you know. So for my my turn three, for somehow your knight at the at the at the end of the turn three, at the start of my my turn three, had been reduced to nine wounds. That's all you had had left, I think. By that point? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was chuffing along at this point. Yes, yes, he was. Yeah. So, yeah, he, this was turn three. The first thing I did was roll my, my last cannons, and I gave the order to take aim, which allows you to re-roll ones. But I rolled three fives to hits. Yep. And then I rolled two fours and a five to wound. So, yep. So your knight was... Kind of and I tried to, and I tried to re-roll a command shield, re-rolled. yeah, and it failed. And it, it failed, was... and then I rolled eleven damage. So, uh, boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, yeah. And so the knight, the knight came down. It came down the last cannons, taking down the knight. Uh, Guard the overwhelming <laughs> fire. I am. The weight of fire from the guard is what took down the knight. Okay. Okay, Dad. We literally <laughs> just had a session right before this show about how it was mostly the las cannons that did it. The and overwhelming that, weight weight of fire from las cannons. That's not. It was <laughs> there was like six shots. <laughs> Is what took down the night. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, but if they hadn't been, you know, pink plinked away by the las guns was, and, and the plasma guns from the guys on the on the ground, it would have taken maybe a little longer had they continued to have above average shooting. Yeah. So I guess the the point is that guard shooting it kind of make gets made fun of because we live in a world of you know three up and two up with space marines and their characters and stuff but four up is nothing to sneeze at that's a 50 50 chance at actually hitting something and uh if, if you have like uh somebody giving an order yeah. you know like take aim and you get to re-roll those ones now you're better than 50 percent so uh, i mean pretty good yeah 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 when it comes to the guard comes, with last cannons are no no small thing or orders are hugely beneficial to the guard um yeah it's just, i guess it was really came down to that um i couldn't catch uh five up in terms of those last cannons and yeah, you can make an invuln save i couldn't make an invuln save and you after that first turn of terrible last cannon shooting uh, then proceeded to do some pretty good last can shooting. Yes, uh, I caught up. And then I had some fairly subpar offensive uh, stuff when it came down to the assaulting or whether it came down to my uh, melt only like killing a guy uh, on one turn. That wasn't really helpful. And I, I, th- I think the knight would have won had it been had it been better rolling, uh, to be frank. Right. Just because I think with at maximum efficiency it would have been killing it would have been killing one squad one to like one heavy weapon squad one turn and then the other one the next and wouldn't have anything to really worry about uh except maybe getting chipped down a few extra points maybe having to go nine inches right yeah so ultimately it's just the, the luck thing which is you know it was fun it was it was it was enjoyable nonetheless it was i mean i, I wouldn't really change anything about them how i no, you. I, I, the way you were playing, it was just uh, like everything you were like pre-measuring and like looking at everything. You were like, how can I possibly win this thing? Well, yeah, because I was... Because it, it's funny. When we've talked about it in theory, it clearly appeared that the knight was going to win. Yeah. Right? 50 guardsmen versus one knight. You're like, come on. That's just going just gonna to stomp right through them. Not yeah. Gonna a, not going to be a problem. Right? Now... The, the title is a little misleading because it's 50 guardsmen in the five, you know, infantry squads. Yeah. And two heavy weapon squads. And two heavy weapon squads. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That, that's that's a little misleading. But um, but even still, you wouldn't think that that was going to be enough to take down an eye, especially with quote unquote guard shooting. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after I set up the terrain and it turned into the serpentine kind of path of destruction and I death. Mean, that's when you started to like really look at things and go, mm, I don't know, <laughs> you know. Because 
I mean, it, it wasn't as serpentine. I, I thought it was going to be a bit more serpentine, but it, it yeah. well, I mean, it appeared there was sort of a cur- there was like a curve, a big curve. Yeah. Then you had a pretty clear shot to the end. Yeah, because uh, we uh, we made big... some adjustments after it. I realized that you know, on a normal five turn game, yeah, the knight couldn't couldn't, couldn't necessarily couldn't, win. Well, yeah, we had a good chance of not getting. It, to it, the was, end. Curvier at, it, was, it, it was, was curvier. It was curvier. It was a lot curvier at first. So we 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 adjusted so that you had so by, uh, by turn five you could actually you could get there get there with a little few inches to spare. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, and and when he ha- I mean, when it comes to like the whole pre measuring thing, I mean. When it comes, this was, it was basically a kind of a puzzle almost. Right. Yeah. Half, half a puzzle. I mean, because you had to figure out how do I get to the area I want to be at in as few moves as possible. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, beat out the clock and all that. And, obvi- and obviously there's some dice elements, so it's not like a pure puzzle intellect thing. Right. But I don't know. That's generally, I, I generally try to really consider how I place my models I don't know. It, it, it just, I, I, I can't, I'm not one of those people who can look at a thing and know exactly what to do. I have to like really stare. <laughs> you you do. I, I look at things, I don't know if the word holistically, but I, or instinctual, and probably instinctual is probably the better way to look at it. Yeah. Like I have a, I have the way I typically play Warhammer is I've already done the math hammer at some point. Like in the back of my head, I kind of know what the statistics are and what the chances are. Right. I usually don't bring that to the table in terms of like trying to figure it out right then and there. Yeah. I usually have in list building have kind of figured it out. It's, it's rattling around in my head. But I'll look at the situation and I'll kind of absorb it all. And then I quickly make a decision about what is sort of like the best chance I have to achieve whatever goal it is. Kill a unit, you know, take an objective, you know, stall, whatever, whatever it is. And then I'll just do it. And, and more often than not, I, 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 there's another voice inside me that says, wait a minute, slow down. <laughs> you know, sure, you're yeah, just yeah. kind of, you know, shooting from the hip here. But I, to me, that's, that's not exciting. Like, like it's more fun for yeah, me yeah. to make a snap decision based on my immediate like impression of what's going on in the battlefield and just, just go ahead and do just it. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. That, um, which means I'm probably not the best, most tactical Warhammer <laughs> player, but, sure, I, but yeah. I have, but I have fun doing that way and then like certain armies i will play very thematically like my blood angels i play super aggressively like oh. in your face trying to assault you just no matter what like even tactically it may not make the most sense to do it that way but i figured that's how the blood angels are going to play they're just going to try and wreck wreck your face close up oh, i'm similar with my corn feet with my corn army i right. just all i do is try to assault in that army that's yeah. all i do right i don't i i <laughs> yeah. I, I have no concern whenever i play a corn army i have no concern that's, for that's objectives very true. i just go i just <laughs> rush ahead and try to kill as many things as possible before right. the game ends right. that is my goal as a corn player but every other army i just generally try to because i mean it's, it's a turn-based game that allows you for time like gives you time to look at a situation it's not like you need to make a snap decision admittedly i mean you don't want to take too long because otherwise either player gets annoyed i i just try to take advantage of having some amount of time to consider my options from as many angles as i can think of because there's a lot of times where i've just made decisions and then i realize oh no there's an option i just didn't think of because i didn't give it enough time i just went and did it Right. And so whenever I went, often when I do that like, sort of thing, I don't, I don't think of something. I can our last, uh, battle report. Um, I kept some units in reserve. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who could drop down and basically take an objective. And you thought, oh, I should have done that. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't consider it. I should, right. I should have thought about it rather than just get, I got sucked up in the whole like, oh, the fun <laughs> card. Whoa, right. this is a crazy game. Right. Wow. Can we believe that we drew that card? Whoa instead of really considering the implications of that and how I should adjust. Uh, yes. You learn and then you don't make that mistake again. Yeah. Right? And that, and that's how you become a better general in Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So it was a fun game. Uh, it was conceptual. Our game of uh, 40K meets Ogre was, I would say, a success. Yeah. And this time the 50 guardsmen beat the big scary knight. Uh, we're going to wrap up the, the show, but before we do, we do want to announce our giveaway. So to one loyal, lucky listener, we are going to give away the Adeptus Sororitas Canonus Viridian. 
Okay, she was a limited edition model that came out for a little while. You still might be able to find her out in the stores, but I have not seen her in for a long time. She is based on that awesome John Blanche, you know, drawing of a canoness, looking very much like Debbie Harry and Blondie, um, <laughs> carrying, carrying a big sword, her giant six-inch stilettos on top of a pile of skulls. Uh, just a total badass model. I would love to start a Sisters of Battle army, but at some point, at some point, but it may not be a while. Um, so I'm sure as soon as we give this away, GW will announce the Sisters of Battle army. And then we'll but it could be now. your chance now yeah. to to win. This is what you need to do to enter. You need to go to iTunes and you need to uh, leave us a review. Okay, anybody who does that gets entered. Simple as that. We will then randomly draw from our listeners whoever leaves that iTunes review. Now, because of um, some legal requirements, we can only make this available to U.S. residents only. Okay, so we unfortunately, if you're a European listener or somewhere else, we cannot uh, send you um, our Canon S. So it's limited to U.S. listeners only, so we apologize for that. But we there are some things we have to take into account. So um, there you go. If you want to win the Canon S Viridian, Leave us a review on iTunes. We will announce the winner mm-hmm. at, uh, on the next show. And then we will ask you to send us an email on how to get you the Canon S. And we will hopefully be, by the beginning of the year, you will have a brand new shiny Sisters of Battle model to start your Sisters of Battle army. So that's our, that's our giveaway. Okay? Neat. Neat. Quite neat. Indeed. All right. So for pictures of today's uh, battle report, please remember to visit our Facebook page, the Eye of Terror podcast on uh, Facebook. If you want to write us a note, you can send us an email at the Eye of Terror podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, that's episode 50. Thank you, loyal listeners, for being loyal listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon.